Welcome to Few Who Dare, the comprehensive and unofficial guide to the TV show Ice Road Truckers, where we recap and discuss all 138 episodes. I am Graham Gilson, and here with me is Jake Titus, and we are your pathfinders on this frozen journey. Jake, what's up, my dude? What it do, Graham? What it do, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how you doing? Um, I'm pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, all things considered. Uh, okay. Fair. <laughs> that sounded uh, more, like, maybe more negative than I meant it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, things are good. The weather is great. Yes. Um, I, we probably don't need to start every episode talking about the weather locally, but. <laughs> Counterpoint, don't we? I guess so. I mean, the fucking TV show that we talk about every week talks about the weather constantly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we can do whatever we want. Yeah. And I will say, like, um, the weather is probably the biggest thing happening in my life at the moment. That's yeah. definitely not. That's not true. Um, but um, it certainly is something I think about a lot because it was cold as hell. And now it's pretty nice. It is super nice. I, I took a little walk the other day and I admired the first rivulet of spring. Uh, that was a momentous occasion. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love those rivulets. Love them. Hell yeah. <laughs> is that just where like the ice is melting and it's got like, you know, water going down the sidewalk? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hell yeah. <sighs> it did. It was very much that uh, Minnesota thing where it got above like 15 degrees and I started seeing guys with shorts. Hell yes. Yeah. And T-shirts. Absolutely. Dita yeah. sliders. Hell yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like, dude, if I'm just going from my car to the deadlift math, then like, why do I need? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be stuck out here. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Sick. Mm-hmm. Sick. Well, uh, I uh, big thing in, in my life is one. So my wife has a book. Uh, her first her first book has come out. Hell so yeah. that has started shipping. So that's been fun to see people start getting it. And uh, she got her like author copies. I Can... am still waiting to receive my uh, consumer copy. <laughs> she going to give it to you for free or she give you a uh, promo code for that? <laughs> no, no <laughs> promo code. No. Oh, right. Yeah, you had to pay full price. huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, tell me about it. So um, I know that she's a poet. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. this a book of poetry? Is this? Um... It is. Yeah, it's a book of okay. poetry. Um, yeah, it's her first collection. She's a formal uh, poet, meaning in form as opposed to blank. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of heart and a lot of humor. Uh, there's some good animals. Uh, it's a it's a pretty you know I think it's a little bit more accessible um, than what what many people might think of when they think about poetry because it's a little bit more like rooted in kind of narrative concrete stuff and and form is just kind of like oftentimes it can be more easy to kind of like track and understand as opposed to just like super heady abstract stream of conscious stuff so uh it's called is that what blank verse would be is more stream of consciousness type sorry what blank verse is that what blank verse is um it 
like more stream of consciousness. Yeah, no, I don't be. know the difference between form and blank verse, I guess. Oh, so form would be like where there's a particular like number of syllables per line or oh. uh, a, a strict rhyming pattern that needs to be observed or um, something like that. Whereas blank verse is just um, where you write a bunch of stuff and then arbitrarily um create line break that's probably gotcha. unkind to people who write in blank verse i'm sure it's much more complicated than that i'm just making a joke don't at me e cummings would be very upset <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah so that's super exciting it's called imitation crab uh available on amazon and bookshop and other places it's been finishing line press it's on their website so that's pretty exciting awesome yeah and her name uh, or do her, if you want to share you don't have to i mean put out those say, sort of personal details <laughs> i mean we do say both of our full names oh that is true yeah yeah yeah, yeah so it's it's imitation crab by katie Venino. uh that's like v-a-g-n-i-n-o so the g-n like the italian lasagna yeah vanino right on man well that's so exciting yeah i'm uh, really happy for her thank you very much yeah hopefully that takes off for her man. that'll be that'll be rad It'd be rad. Yeah. And then I am waiting to hear back from a final round interview. So I'm in the job search phase uh, in which one compulsively refreshes their inbox every seven minutes. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At this point, I've now started, well, while I wait for the phone to refresh, I've visualized the subject line of like going in Ooh. another direction. Yeah. <laughs> We we regret to inform. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So uh, hopefully you're waiting for a, whether or not you get a final interview or you've done the final. No, interview. did the final interview. So waiting for okay. um, whether or not they will extend an offer. So wow. yeah, right hopefully on, man. Some good news uh, to report next week. Yeah. Yeah. For now, here we are. Oh man. Well, yeah, big life changes for both of you. Indeed. Well, I, I, hopefully. Hope, I, I wish you the best with this. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't impact our ability to uh, run a podcast about a TV show about ice road trucking. Because <laughs> this is the important part of it. That's right. This is the heartbeat of my week. Yeah. I mean, uh, and for what it's worth, the interview is actually with Cleecho Landtran. So. Oh, stick. <laughs> so... Uh, Oh, cool. Well, tell Rick I said what's up. <laughs> my, my new best friend and also supervisor. <laughs> oh, shit, you're going to join uh, Hugh's team, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm out on Hugh now. We could get into the details on, on that later, but I am no longer ride or die for Hugh. Yeah? Okay. Not, to say, right. not to say that I'm like, casting him aside like i appreciate in a more nuanced way i think what what he is but i do not think yeah. i would want to drive for you oh yeah no 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 <laughs> no i i respect his um a commitment to a character i would say <laughs> if i'm gonna if i'm gonna get a little meta about uh the tv show before uh, we even start talking about it yeah. yeah i mean he is super committed to it yeah and maybe it's who he is Maybe, maybe he just is, and that bums me out even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, that it feels like we're ready to get into it. All right, let's do it. Episode. Oh shit! 
Scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> Episode four, the big chill. Yeah. It's, they like somewhat meaningfully named an episode. So that's cool. <laughs> they, that ki- nice they kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we start off here and the discovery channel um, just is so committed to their project of fucking with any sense of time, continuity. Welcome to day 18. It's, it's, it's episode <laughs> four and it's day 18. So, yeah. so cool. <laughs> we, One day after the last episode. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you know, there's, there's stuff that happened, but it's just indecipherable why these episodes are cut the way that they are. But here we yeah. are. It's day 18. <laughs> Hell yeah. I did myself a favor this time and I just skipped the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, we're only four episodes into this thing and I'm already skipping the intro, but I don't need to see it at this point. So did you skip the theme song too? Or just the, uh-huh. wow. Really? Oh, did it? It it didn't change, did it? Don't tell me it no, changed. No, it's the same, but it, it's, oh, thank it's just fucking awesome. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It is good. The music in general is good. Yeah. The, in the show. It's, it's incredible. I think... They basically decided we're going to spend our entire production budget on acquiring music rights. And yeah. then we can get, I'm sure, like a high school AV club to just kind of handle the editing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah. Did you notice, like, right in the beginning, they said something about they've been hauling in Canada on this um, thing for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And they are the trailblazers of our time. Yes. What? And <laughs> while they were doing that, they uh, they they used an effect that they have they used several times in this episode, which is uh, to use sort of grayscale and like apply a kind of iMovie old timey filter. And it's like, I mean, I understand this show was is from a bit ago. For context, 50 years ago today is 1970. <laughs> I don't, and I just, I don't know that I would call them trailblazers of our time. No, it no. Seems unjustified. <laughs> Not to take yeah. anything away from what they do, but in contrast to restore what others have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, again, oh, what man. would we say this was like 2007 that this... Uh... This I think is you're probably right. being filmed. I, th- I think you're right. So I feel like you know there are probably some other trailblazers around that time period. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, even if if we go back a little bit further, then it's even a wilder statement because, like, then we're into the space race era. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, I remember Neil Armstrong's famous speech of like one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, and like. I'm so inspired by those brave men on the ice. (laughs) (laughs) One day I will join you. (laughs) Yeah. Up here, you know, I'm just, I'm doing what I can, but it's really nothing compared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So I think we kind of kick off with uh, our boy Jay, who Mm -hmm. we have not seen for a while. And doing doing his thing of if you've got something like big and heavy and weird shaped, 
then Jay is here <laughs> to take care of business. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they um they made it very clear that this is his first load since he did those big tanks. <laughs> yeah. And that was like three episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean they did talk that about can't be true, right? Well, I mean they did talk about how his daughter was like sick with pneumonia. She was in yeah. the hospital. So maybe he kind of like, you know, took a took a pass on a couple of runs there. Yeah. But I, I was um, just kind of noting in contrast yeah. with um noted underdresser Rick Yen that Jay is out he's tightening straps on his you know equipment and he's got these big beefy gloves he's got a hoodie with the hood up underneath his hard hat wearing a hard hat <laughs> he's, you know he's wearing a coat yeah. you know he's he's like it's really cold outside so I'm gonna dress warmly so I can be safe <laughs> you love to see it you do love to see it it's really kind of refreshing yeah <laughs> Yeah, it it makes me really happy to see somebody not just like oh, I'm just a, I'm just a strong, tough guy. I don't need no stinking jacket. <laughs> yeah, like can you imagine Jay sticking any kind of gun out of his window to shoot at another truck? <laughs> no, I can't imagine him opening up his window unless he absolutely has to. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, he uh, he doesn't. I mean, he shows up, he doesn't get a ton of screen time. Um, and that, again, is because he's just a immaculate professional. Truly. <laughs> he he is just the consummate, like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I do it correctly. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the stuff with his daughter, man, that really bummed me out. Yeah. That was kind of um, uh, tough to... I don't know. Maybe it's me being a dad is a big part of it, but just like um that like seeing that hits real close to home of like, you know, um his daughter is like sick and in the hospital and he's like I have to go. Uh, I can't. Oh, what was it? He couldn't um they called his time and if he didn't go right away, he would have missed his uh tea time to leave and so he was going to go say bye to her yeah. in the hospital, but he was like, oh, can't do it." Yeah. Yeah, you oh, know, dude. I'm glad you brought that up because I was like really curious how how some of the stuff around family, especially with uh, with Jay, kind of like how that hits, you know, you as a as a dad. Um, I would say me as a dad with anxiety specifically about my children, like getting sick and being sick, it hits real hard. Uh -huh. Um, that's like one of my big anxiety triggers. Like if I have a child who is sick i'm just like i become just a ball of worry about that or until they're better yeah so like um yeah i don't know just like i can't imagine like having to go do a job and then be away like doing something dangerous for like three days while my child's in the hospital yeah dangerous and super out of touch and yeah, yeah this is not like at sick sick at home with the sniffles this is like hospitalized mm -hmm. yeah you know i just i uh there when he there's a shot where he you sort of see his back as he's walked to his truck you know and while the announcer's being like well he can't you know he was gonna go say goodbye but now he can't and man it just looked like just his shoulders just you know my heart really went out to him yeah yeah i um 
I don't know. That's probably one of the more like emotionally resonant uh, moments in the show for me. Yeah, I would say with seeing that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bum me out. Yeah, feel for him. Absolutely. I would hate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've not been in that position really. I mean, thank God, like I've not had a child in the hospital. Um, but I know that if I did, it would be like just feel like I need to be there the whole time. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Yeah. So <laughs> to something. The, the one thing I will note, and yeah, you know, I'm just going to present this strictly chronologically. Mm-hmm. So for now, I will just note that Graham, the ice is only 36. <laughs> They made it. They said that a hundred times this episode. <laughs> yes, they did. That it's only a that's only thirty. This is just thirty six inches of ice. And I swear, in like last episode it was like thirty one, and they're like playing it up like, guys, it got re- it got real thin this in the last week. So I, can, I can't even yet, walk since on yesterday. It. <laughs> <laughs> These guys gotta be careful. I mean, you know what happens? It gets super cold, and then the ice starts melting. <laughs> I wonder if, like, when they say 36 inches instead of three feet, I feel like, as a viewer, I can more easily picture three feet. And I'm, wow, that's that's a lot. And there's no way I could, like, you know, land a good kick and break through three <laughs> feet of ice. A good kick. <laughs> but, but if you tell me 36, I can't, like, picture that in my head, you know? So, Graham, how much ice with a good kick do you think you could break on through? Okay, so I'm and when I'm saying it, I'm imagining like somebody holding Absolutely. up a sheet. Yeah, yeah, in front of them, like Karate Kid style. I'm just gonna like Absolutely. break it with a good. So kick. I'm, I'm, I'm holding about, like, it in front of my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or in, I probably chest, but chest. How how thick is that ice? Um, so like, well, let's let's work up to it, just like we would do in in a demonstration. So I so I've got six inches. Do Ooh. you do you kick through? I was just thinking. I mean. It also depends probably on like how how wide and, and tall that piece of ice might be. Okay, that's if that's fair. You know what I mean? But let's say let's say it's, you know, uh for the listeners, I'm holding my feet apart and I would say they're about or my hands apart and I would say they're about two feet okay. maybe ish. So two feet by two feet. If you're telling me six inches, I might I I'm thinking I might not get through it. Well I'll I'll tell you what. Why don't you roll a strength check and we'll it'll be mm-hmm. a contested check. So the ice gets yep. a seventeen. Okay. All right. Um, gonna just roll my yeah yeah my dice here. Do that. I can I can roll for you. I can roll. For yeah. You. Please roll for okay, me. Okay. So that's my a ten. Air. Do you have any? Um, do you have any buffs or anything? Um, I um I cut my toenails recently, <laughs> so we'll call that just like a uh, a good a, foot boy buff. It's, yeah. We'll call that like an aesthetic. Um, yeah, an aesthetic buff. So maybe plus one. Sure. Plus. Yeah, we'll- yeah. I'll grant you plus one on that. Okay, okay yeah. so six was too many. I bit off more than more than. So Graham, you earlier held your hands two feet apart. Can mm-hmm. you hold your feet two hands apart? Ooh, good question. Yeah, I'll try it's a it. Fun joke for our horse people. Yep. <laughs> so Graham is leaned back so we can see his feet, and I, I sure I'll call that two hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if I put my hands, it's I would say. I mean, I can't. I couldn't get a good view at it, but but you can feel it. It's, it's a calibrated sensation. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So so yeah, we've um, it's just thirty six inches of ice. 
So that's, that's all I'm going to say about it for now. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Jake gets out on the ice, and the narrator is like, "The ice holds for now." <laughs> and I feel like that's the that's not the first time they've done that too. And it's yeah. like it's the opposite of a Chekhov's gun. It's like it's a yeah. Chekhov's holster. <laughs> there will never be a gun. It's like that he said it, so it can't happen now. Yeah. Oh man. So the the next thing I noted was we're checking back in on Drew, who lost his battery assembly. Yeah. And they have to weld a new box for it. And th- so this is the second time now in this that they do they do the iMovie old timey film filter. So the, all of the shots that they are repeating from the prior episode are now in black and white to like emphasize that like this is from two days ago. <laughs> it's like (laughs) it's just like such a hilarious choice to make (laughs) like they don't they don't really do that i think in other episodes so it's not like that's part of the vocabulary of how the show sort of like tells story it's it's just like i see the button there man i'm i i want to use it (laughs) i want to see what the effect looks like they're they're you know it's a new show the editors are just trying things out it's a lot of star wipe in this episode <laughs> oh should they? yeah yeah like weird fades <laughs> between <laughs> oh, um i did i so i will say i i honestly didn't even notice that happening but um so it didn't like have a big impact on me but um i'll keep an eye out for it yeah i mean like it, i kind of sad i missed it <laughs> i mean it makes sense you didn't notice it because it like didn't help you as a viewer it kind of like interpret or follow this story in any way <laughs> it was a strictly arbitrary nonsensical choice <laughs> oh man yeah um around this time in the show we also meet gabby uh amaro amaro she yes. is a pilot truck driver so he um Right, she drives just like the pickup truck that leads people up and down the Ingram Trail. That's right. And I was very excited that this is like the first female like truck driver or worker on the ice road that we've met yet. Yes. Yeah. Agree. That was pretty cool. That was good. I I feel like someone that must have come from some decision of someone being like, you know, I was kind of running the numbers here, <laughs> and just from a representation standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know we we've shown jay's wife right? <laughs> and then that lady was in the background of that scene <laughs> with right. rick we should probably have another lady on the show at some point <laughs> yeah yeah so that was that was cool to see yeah that's very good to see um we get some uh good tj yes <laughs> yeah i think tj may have been kind of um he, he was kind of the star of this episode in some ways. I think it was named, what, what was the name? The Big Chill is uh-huh. this episode. That's right. I think that's for TJ, right? Yes. Because he um, he's about to go haul a load <laughs> and his truck is not winterized. They haven't talked about his truck really before this, but apparently he's got some busted ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was fascinating because like, 
I had commented before on how underwhelmed I was about the truck winterization, where they're just they're just like, hey, pour this in, you pour a tarp underneath, and there you can go. Bob's your <laughs> uncle. And, you know, and I was like, well, there must be more complicated than that. And so here we we finally start to see that like that is actually like it seems like yeah. there's some weather stripping in and some shit that like has to do with like keeping the the human body from becoming too cold to work. Uh, if I understand <laughs> that right. And so that seems important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, they made it very clear when they were like, um, I don't know if it was at this point or maybe it's later on. But anyway, they show him like like pointing to things inside his truck and now it's like it's all iced over inside his truck yeah and he's like trying to go to sleep like my my blanket's frozen to the door (laughs) man yeah so i mean we did they the show did respond to actually both of our asks from the last episode because you were interested to see like what's in these truck cabins and i was interested to see the rest stop and we got to see both so it was like a pretty big pretty big app yeah a lot of reveals oh man um maybe i'll do it on the next step but i'll uh i don't know if i'll be able to find it i'll i'll look through my mail so um uh i'll kind of do that in the background over um but um so (laughs) tj is um he's like might get a new truck right is the idea he's like got this guy who heard him talking about how shitty his truck is and i'm like he's worried about going out in it um and the guy offered him use his truck or maybe pay him to use his truck for the rest of the season and there's this really interesting thing i i watched the guy who was saying here you can use my truck explain why he's leaving Uh uh-huh and I watched it like four times trying to figure out what he says. And the best that I can tell is he said he's going home to see his horse foal. Yes. Yeah. Did, did, did you make any note of this? Same same page. I was, okay. <laughs> he had, a, he had a, a weird energy and a kind of unusual manner of speaking. We almost got like an in media res, like just he starts talking at us. Um, yeah. Yeah. It seemed to be something about having a horse foal yeah i and they didn't they didn't say anything else about it but i heard horseful he's got to go home to see his horseful yeah like what why did they even include that at all because i just have so many questions it's like this is the dash for the cash and these men are here, uh get a year's wages in two months and this guy's like oh, i'm going off to see my horseful i've decided that the ice road for me this year <laughs> is done like what <laughs> There is a chance that this guy is just like in it, not for the money, but for the experience, because he does have just a sick ride, apparently. This truck bangs. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so (laughs) it had a lot of shelves, had a lot of storage and cabinets. So that was good. It had a TV and a microwave, all leather. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's a Volvo. It's a Volvo. It's a Volvo, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty sick. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. I am sending you something mm. uh, in your email. So okay. um, I did do a little research about just sick uh, truck cabs. Ooh. And there are some like legit, like sick cabs. And uh, so I sent you two videos and then an article. And so one of the Ooh. videos is Mac truck, which is like American made. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Mac anthem, if you will. Yeah. Um, I don't know if 
we know how to um, share a screen or do anything like that in this. So maybe we'll do it on the next step. But um, it's just, it's pretty sick. So uh, it's got like a ton of nice features, but the commercial for it has like, uh, it's really funny. It's got like, you know, real American music. And yes. then it's like, you saying like you fall asleep in the in the cab of your truck <laughs> you wake up and use it in onboard microwave you look out your window it's just like some guy ordering you to do all these things oh, in your mac awesome. that rules i'm very yeah. into that <laughs> yeah and then the other one is a volvo and it's kind of the same thing where they're showing you this beautiful like inside of this beautiful uh truck cab mm. and it's just like soothing music and it's just like this uh, bearded guy like you know mm. i don't know it's much calmer and less like you know ordering you about i mean notably i'm watching the volvo ad, ad right now notably yeah. we're not talking about a cab we're talking about the living environment this dude looks chill as hell i know he looks cool he makes me want to he makes me think like wow maybe it'd, maybe it'd be fun to be a, <laughs> a semi-truck driver I mean, what's he reading there? <laughs> <laughs> He's reading Infinite Jest. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that'd be the play. Yeah. This is, whoa, healing a model? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> He's got like, it's like a little fold down table that you can like, yeah. it's like, they call it like a live work area. And it's literally like a folder, a fold down table yeah. that you can sit on your bed and use. So you can like eat a microwave meal there. But you can also, I guess, do your work, like make models. Um, so I would, so those are pretty cool. Uh, check out the article I sent you and scroll through that. That is fucking insane. So I'll read the, uh, while you pull it up, I'll read the headline of the article. These custom sleeper cabs are like luxurious tiny homes for long haul truckers. See inside. And it's like, imagine if you saw a normal truck on the road, um, but then, you know, the part where it's aerodynamic, you just extend that probably another 14 feet or 20 feet back. And then you have the wheels and the hitch. Oh my God. So it's like the cab is super big. It's kind of like an RV, but with a trailer hitch on the back, so you can like Holy haul. Um, you can like haul. These whatever. rule. These fully rule. They're oh pretty sick, God. right? Absolutely. They're incredible. RVs. Incredible. I would drive the hell out of one of these. You know, <laughs> fuck this job. I'm. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, so I I did a quick search on Volvo VNL trucks yeah and wide variety of prices but it seems like if we're talking like 2010 to 2015 i'm mm-hmm. seeing anywhere from some stuff in real questionable shape for two grand up to like kind of 15 to 20 for what i assume are what... okay ah, that's less than i would have thought yeah. i mean grand we're talking about something that is five years old but um, yeah, interesting. I'm surprised to hear that too. Yeah, I would have guessed like to get a semi truck less than five years old. I, I have no idea how much these things cost. I would guess new. You're talking eighty thousand, a hundred thousand for like a for like a really nice new semi truck because it's a working vehicle and they're made to last like hundreds of thousands of miles. Yes, right. <laughs> Briefly, my brain thought you were going to say hundreds of years. <laughs> Be amazing. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm watching the Mac video now and there it is like a, I guess they're talking about different sets of, but yeah, tonally, these are a little, a little different. <laughs> huh? Very interesting. Well, I, I mean, gee, compared to these nice cabs in the, the Business Insight article, I mean, DJ is driving a, like a child's red flyer wagon with big tires. It's, it's yeah. just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad. I mean, I'm guessing that that's probably in that $2,000 range. Maybe he bought it himself. He owns that. Yeah, I don't know. Super interesting. But like, again, it harkens back to sort of his origin. Uh, right where he he was like yeah I saw an ad uh, and I figured I drive a truck so let's do this <laughs> oh yeah you know not even any kind of a check on like should truck be better or different for ice <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it's just his truck that he was using in a non ice road setting yeah that he thought oh I'll bring it up there and see what happens. Well, I, I mean, big ups to TJ. I'm becoming more and more of a TJ fan. Like the accent is amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he is he's learning to roll with the punches. Like he went up there with like terrible equipment. He's clearly been like super cold and uncomfortable and just having a rough go of it. But like he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's sticking with it. I've yep. been. Yeah. I'm impressed with him, too. I like TJ. Yeah. Yeah. I like him as a character, too. Like he's more interesting than Jay. Um, yes. like I kind of put them together in my mind. They're like young, mm-hmm. um, and they have similar accents. Um, but whereas Jay is just like, like, he's not that super interesting. Cause he's not like, no rough he's edges. just good at his job. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and TJ is like scared to death all the time. And I love it. Every time he's on, he's just like freaking out about something. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. Absolutely. I would love to see them together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not enough of uh, just the boys hanging out. You know who seems... I want to see some friendships. Well, I, Rick and uh, Hugh seem to get plenty of radio time together. They can just tear other people apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So that that's kind of the next thing that I noticed was then we get some Hugh uh, commentary about Drew's battery falling off, and like mm-hmm. Hugh in Hugh's mind. Everything that goes wrong is Rick and Drew's fault. Yeah. And like, I understand that it's weird that this, that this box could fall off the truck and dude doesn't notice. Sure. But like, even if he noticed it, it still would have fallen off. It's not like that would have fixed it. (laughs) So it just seems like this real unnecessary, like kind of blame game. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like, what what would be the ideal outcome there? That like, <laughs> he, it fell off and then he noticed it and then saved the broken ass box and batteries, maybe? Yeah. And he wouldn't be down as long? But that, I don't know. But yeah, but I don't know. I've just had such a hard time believing that that anything could have been done. It really just seems like a sort of like cheap shot. He just, I think he enjoys thinking other people are idiots Uh, yes i think that that's definitely true yeah and (laughs) and making sure everybody else knows and you know what in some respects like i don't know that he is wrong but it's like you're not wrong walter (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he really goes off on um i mean he goes off constantly on drew and uh, rick yeah 
yeah i guess to get a little bit out of order he he complains he like adopts another one of his mocking tones <laughs> you know <laughs> about how they're sitting around with their with their uh fucking thumbs up their fucking ass <laughs> because because the, <laughs> the road is closed they're like well the road's closed and everyone's tea times get pushed back and it's like yeah hugh the road was closed and everyone's tea times got pushed back what do you want him to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So Hugh gets some, um, I don't think we're jumping. Let me know if we're jumping too far ahead, yeah. but um, uh, we're seeing TJ and there's a truck in the ditch ahead of TJ on the portage. Right. Yep. Um, so TJ's stuck back there. Yep. And then like a way back, Hugh is also stuck because of this too. And he's behind his two fuel tankers. Yeah. And he um, <laughs> he goes up to him, apparently. He gets out of the cab of his truck and goes up to the fuel tankers and says, hey, let me skip ahead of you. Yeah. He doesn't say why, but they say, they say no. Uh-huh. And then he calls them fucking idiots. <laughs> Some of these guys are idiots. Most of them. These fuel haulers, they'll spin out. If they spin out, you'll have it on film. That's what he says. He calls them fucking idiots. And then he says that about them. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't I have a hard time. I mean, it's it's weird to me actually that Hugh has made the decision that he's going to run a crew of truckers because yeah. he it seems like he enjoys riding with his buddy Rick. But apart from that, like he he is just all about being a crazy guy who does nothing but drive. Yeah, he has contempt for everyone around. Yes. Him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, I guess just to tie off on, well, no, I'll I'll save that for later. I'll save that for later. Go ahead. <laughs> nope. Come on. Okay. All right. All right. Um, the next thing I have here is like immediately after that, Hugh talks about he caught how he caught a rookie driver going too fast. Did you did you have notes about this? I I noted it. Okay. I was a little bit. Um, I couldn't quite tell what was factual and what was his sort of colorful retelling so he yeah he said that the rookie driver was going 50 kilometers per hour on the ice which we've seen most of the time the drivers are going like you know whatever 11 miles per hour on the ice it seems like maybe 15 miles per hour so 50 kilometers per hour is like 30 so going way too fast Mm -hmm. which okay yeah that sounds like a problem and then Hugh says he caught him by the throat and threatened to report him. <laughs> yeah. And he said it was on his last trip I on the ice last trip. So maybe he meant last season, which, okay, maybe, but he said last trip, which then why wasn't that on film? Yeah. yeah. Also, I believe the verb he used was collared. They collared the guy. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking <laughs> like... dog. He, I mean... Uh, yeah, he was a fucking animal. <laughs> and if he saw it, why he threatened to report? He he put his hands on this guy's neck and then threatened to report him. Just report him and don't say anything. Yeah, right. You don't have to choke the guy. Just report him, and then you're. It's even more effective than the shit you did. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a trip. <laughs> That's a trip. I think it's made up. I. That's the only possible answer to that is that he just made up the story. Oh man, how I really wish actually, like they have dash cams 
inside these, right? It would be great if there was just right. a smash cut from that to like uh, like old footage and the narrator being like, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love every time uh, TJ or uh, uh, Hugh makes something up that you're just... Uh... That didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, they, they really seem to relish in busting people <laughs> for making untrue comments earlier. <laughs> yeah. But now they we've not seen the yet. busted come back yet. <laughs> I want to see that busted, like put a busted on his face. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. We need that again. Oh man. So the the next thing that I noticed was um, so Alex is uh, getting ready to leave, but he has trouble getting his landing gear up. He's so cold. Mm-hmm. So he has to ask for help. And this like huge Polish dude <laughs> comes over and, and says, I've got strong Polish hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was Polish. Okay. Oh man. Oh, this man. this guy was awesome. Just and, and it was interesting. So we this dude was Polish. There's another guy we heard from uh, in the episode who seemed to have some kind of a United Kingdom region accent. So, like, just interesting to me to hear some people who don't don't sound like Canadians or Americans, um, mm-hmm. but just like a big hunk of meat of a man, like walking yeah. around with like bare hands, and it just seemed like he was born to eat the cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy was great, and I was also just like, of course, Alex just like meets this guy and immediately is friends. With Absolutely, him. <laughs> yeah, he has that energy. I love it for sure. Alex for mayor. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Um, oh, the other thing. So you mentioned this earlier. Uh, there are two things that uh, the show um, followed up on that we wanted last episode. Yes. One of them was Lockhart. Yeah. Lockhart? Yes. Lockhart. So they showed us Lockhart. What do you think of Lockhart? Um, it was it was about like what I imagined it would be. Was it more than a single trailer? Uh, I don't know. Do we know? <laughs> I mean, there were showers, mm-hmm. restroom, mm-hmm. a a like kitchen and like a cafeteria window thing mm-hmm. some tables so it might it might be two trailers okay yeah maybe but also yeah. do the people who work there must just live there i mean unless they drive there and back every day it's a nuna logistics place so nuna definitely has vehicles that drive well no it couldn't because it's probably open 24 7 right yes I mean, you could have yeah. multiple shifts, but... Yeah, but then somebody would have to drive like 100 miles every day. Yeah, somebody must live there. That makes sense. I mean, I don't that know. Just, that must be quite an experience. Really, yeah. real, That's really being out on the edge. I know, yeah. By yourself in the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but we do get to see some good TJ looking really sad <laughs> and really tired. Just uh, there's a scene of him sitting at one of the tables there, and he just has just a black coffee that's got to be a week old. He's just like sitting there, his head's down. He's just got this whole hangdog look about him. Yeah. Oh man, it was um man, it was so good. <laughs> in, I mean, in keeping with the show's whole deal with time, it's it's basically like TJ's halfway through with his run. He passed through a time portal and aged 14 years. <laughs> yeah. He makes a comment about like, there's a rookie driver going slow and he was behind him, but he didn't even have the energy to like be mad about it. He was like, yeah, yeah this guy, uh, 
yeah, it wasn't going fast enough, and I probably would have been here about an hour. Ah. <laughs> and then he leaves the he leaves the warm place where he's drinking coffee to go sleep in his truck, and it shows how it's all froze up inside the truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that poor guy. <laughs> I really. Yeah, I really hope he gets that new truck. Did yeah. they follow up on that by the end of the episode? Uh, no. Yeah. They did not. I, I really hope so too, man. <laughs> yeah. He deserves it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I fully support that. Yeah. He's, you know, we're only 18 days, days in. He's only been doing this for two and a half weeks, but like, my man's a veteran at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves better. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, another point for representation this week, we met Karen McDougal, yes. who is an ice road trucker and yes. is a woman. So that was good to see. It was interesting to hear a little bit of her commentary. Uh, she said that she got on the road and like, you know, within a day, everyone seemed to know her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, that tells you something about like what the how rare that is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She she was awesome. Yeah. I was totally into her. I was like, why isn't she a main character on this show? Why are we just meeting her now? She's cool. She has dreadlocks. Yes. Uh, she was super sick. Yeah. And like clearly has a really interesting perspective on this whole experience. Yeah. She was talking about how uh, she has a 15 year old son at home and she's going to miss his 16th birthday. And she's like, so that sucks. Yeah felt like that was like i don't know it's cool perspective to see a mom who's out there working doing the ice road thing missing uh stuff with her kid for sure yeah i mean i don't know i feel like we saw some of that uh in two different ways in this episode both that and then the jay story yeah absolutely good family good family time um the other thing that she talks about that resonated with me very much was uh she was driving and she was on the ingram trail and i think she had a wide load mm -hmm. and um she saw a rollover or something she's saying how she, she was so nervous that her palms were really sweaty uh -huh. and i was like oh yeah <laughs> i got some sweaty palms <laughs> that that is my nervous uh yeah that is really that is my nervous tell oh yeah big time sweaty palms guy interesting mm -hmm. big time sweaty palms guy oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great my uh, friends, I would play racquetball, which isn't like a thing that would make me nervous. But, uh, you know, I, I would also just when I'm also sweaty for being sweaty reasons, uh -huh. my palms get sweaty. <laughs> and so I would play racquetball and I would grab the ball and it get really sweaty. <laughs> my, these two friends of mine from college, as they started calling me Sweaty Hands Graham, which wasn't very nice, but it's it a is good funny. name. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um Yeah, I think are we getting okay, yeah, yeah. So so she's the one who sees this rollover. That's I think. Yes. Yeah, and so this rollover is now kind of maybe the meat of the episode or one of the you know the big dramatic thing that happens in the episode. <laughs> so we see the rollover and then we cut to that radio guy who we haven't seen since the first episode. <laughs> His name is CBC One Radio North, Brian Collins. <laughs> and he's just like, well, it happened. We've had a rollover. And then that's all. 
that guy's amazing he later when they open up the road he says something along the lines of well they got the road open um so you can go get your groceries now and here's some music like (laughs) cool intro (laughs) super smooth i was really wondering is this just like the radio guy for like specifically it's like an am radio guy who is specifically Mm. just talking about ice road and that made me wonder like how big of a deal do the ice road is in yellow knife do you think that it's like the big thing that yellow knifers know about and talk about or is this just like a very small part i bet it's a pretty big deal i mean did for some reason there were six or seven hundred truckers oh that's in my head let's see what the pop is um guess what the population of yellow knife is i think i looked it up um but it's it's like 30 19 oh my god okay yeah so you know i'm sure it's just you know like once you include adjacent areas or something it's holy shit so yeah i i bet it's a real big deal yeah i guess like 600 people show up (laughs) wow yeah okay so maybe that is like the radio show and this guy is like here's your weather and uh the ice roads closed so watch out and everybody's like oh my god oh shit (laughs) i don't know like how big of a deal is this to uh i would love to see some kind of a storyline where we see cbc radio one north brian collins but then we maybe see the sort of competing commercial station with mm-hmm. <laughs> mornings with the Yeti. <laughs> sort of a provocative, fun rascal. <laughs> yeah. He's got a soundboard that's like making fart sounds all the time. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't, did you have any stuff on the actual return tanker? Um, they did show like a pretty good CGI of the thing. Um, uh, falling onto its side and then um, it like it falls on its side and then they show it like a front view of it coming towards the camera and then it fades it's pretty good yeah it fades to a picture of the actual tr- uh, tanker overturned on its side and I was like that's pretty good editing yeah <laughs> that's impressive yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah they also make a real big stinking deal about how they are avoiding an environmental disaster. <laughs> Two minutes later in this episode, they show a truck driver throwing trash out of his window. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I didn't yes. notice that at all. So this is like the same thing as when they talk about like recovering a truck that goes beneath the ice and still has fuel in its tank. You know, it's like, well, let's get this. It's the same thing as hygiene theater, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're going to get super up in arms about this exceptional event and totally ignore the fact that every single day, like we are having this enormous impact. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I didn't notice that guy throwing stuff out of his truck. What did it? Did you notice what it was that he threw out? Just like trash out his window? I think it was, yeah, because it was a... um it was a, a sort of montage where they were talking about how the guys have to like bring their, their own food for the whole trip. And so they just show guys unwrapping stuff and then a truck drives by and trash gets thrown out window. That's right. Oh, that montage was so gross. Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's an animal. He was so gross, dude. He was drinking a, a chicken. Yeah, he was eating a chicken leg from the night yes. before. That's right. It was so funny. It showed him doing that, 
just being disgusting. And then TJ was drinking a juice box. <laughs> and then you know what though? Yeah. I think this is just further proof of like how Hugh this this is Hugh's thing. Cause like, what is the best way for you to minimize your costs, keep your energy up so you can do nothing but drive? Cook your own chicken the night before so you could have some high quality lean protein on the road. None of this muffin bullshit that's empty carbs. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's just it's just kind of gross to see a guy like like eating while he's driving something that is just going to make his hands disgusting and like I don't know, it's just like the the greasiness of it like while you're trying to to also drive. It it was and I eat chicken. So I've seen a lot of chicken in my life. It was definitely the wettest, jiggliest <laughs> piece of chicken I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was rough. So actually, so Hugh is now driving a Super B, which I guess is like a couple of tankers or a couple of beds hooked up to his truck. Um, and so two things about this scene: the first of all, Hugh is wearing a fun hat. Oh, really? So all of a sudden, he's got this like real beat up cowboy hat. So, which to me begs the question. Is that his Super B hat? Like he's like, <laughs> I don't wear that hat unless I'm driving the Super B, which is a real called shot. Yeah, it's like, it's like I wear my cowboy hat. You're wearing that hat. Yeah, <laughs> I wear my cowboy hat when I'm being a cowboy. That's right. <laughs> so that was great. And then Hugh's driving this like double, you know, double bed thing. He's like super loaded up. He's at like eighty nine percent of the capacity of the the series of vehicles. Mm-hmm. And so after every five minutes, the narrator t- talking about on only 36 inches of ice. Yes. Now all of a sudden he's like, well, there's 36 inches of ice. So Hugh can haul a lot of cargo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once again, the discovery channel has no regard for a consistent interpretation of facts or figures. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. This is around the time when I started to just hope that Hugh fucks up somehow. Like, I'm actively (laughs) rooting for him to fuck up. He started bragging about how he knew about the truck rollover. Uh He was, like, bragging about, like, how he knew about it before the people in Yellowknife did or something because it was on the CB radio. It's like, what the fuck are you bragging for, dude? (laughs) And then how dumb all the other drivers are he was just like talking i've had enough of this i i need some comeuppance for hugh at this point (laughs) i i understand where you're coming from i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think so either i i think hugh's character understand not hugh the man but hugh the character (laughs) that is being portrayed through the editing that is happening here is like a lizard or a cockroach <laughs> or a raccoon, like an unkillable, unthwartable, endlessly adaptable trash animal. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's nothing that will stop him. And there's really, other than other people doing dumb things, there's nothing that's even going to make him have a bad day because he's just going to be out on the ice eating cold chicken legs and pumping iron. I mean, yeah. I hate him for it, but maybe I'm also just jealous of it a little bit. Like, 
having that level of confidence in yourself to just be like, yeah, literally everyone else around me is in my way. And that's, <laughs> that is all yeah. that's happening in my life is everybody else is in my way and fucking up my day. I am awesome. And I'm going to have an, a great day as long as everybody else stays out of my way. Yeah. What's up, dummy? Can I go in front of you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go in front of you. Well, yeah, that's because you're fucking, you're idiot. fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's why he's the polar bear, man. Yeah, I guess so. That's why they call him the polar bear. Typical polar bear behavior. <laughs> and that's why they call him the polar bear. <laughs> Driving on ice. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to cut that part. No, no, we're Damn. leaving that in. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a song mm. that I didn't recognize, but. Well, I guess that's why they call it the blue time on my hands. Could be time spent with you. Ooh, all right. Laughing like <laughs> children. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. You know that, Jim. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reflection on me, not you. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that's me. That's my ignorance. Oh man. <laughs> Our listeners know they get it. It's it's weird how we don't seem very part in, very far apart in age, but I think culturally I'm 20 to 30 years older. Than <laughs> I don't know. You were you know everything about 100 gex too, <laughs> and that's like that's Zoomer shit. I <laughs> I think it's Zoomer shit. I don't know about it. Who you think we can get them on the episode? I probably yeah yeah yeah. I'm sure they have some things to say about these boys in their trucks. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm sure they watch the show at least. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Whew. Oh man. Um, man, I don't have any. I, the only other thing they they got the just just to close the loop on it, they did get the truck back on its wheels, and mm-hmm. there was this pretty sick scene of them getting the um, the set the truck part of it back on its wheels and all the snow flying off and like a piece flies off of it and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was actually awesome. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Like I was glad, and it was kind of a long shot for that. And when they were uh, writing like the tankers, but I was really glad that they decided to show it. Cause one, that was actually like really kind of suspenseful and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And two, like, yeah, when the cab comes upright, like a panel on the side pops open and a whole bunch of stuff, it's like the truck just vomited. <laughs> with the cab upright. Yeah. yeah. It was really sick. Yeah. That's cool. Oh man. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all I had too. Yeah. Oh, and uh, also Jay gets to see his daughter and she, Thank yes. God. Out of the hospital. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and she's driving yeah. this little little four-wheeler around. <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. cute. <laughs> and the the show I think kind of ends with him tucking her into bed. So Yeah, you know, that was actually a really nice bookend. You know, we started off with him him setting off and then him him coming back. So this is the first coherent story <laughs> that we've had in four episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they it, it there was a whole narrative to this episode. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It was a good episode. It was actually really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I've enjoyed the last two episodes. Uh, the one before this because it was um, just kind of an insane energy to it, and yeah. uh, it made me very mad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and this one because there was like a narrative to it, and they introduced the lady trucker, and 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt good. Yeah. And, you know, just to provide some continuity for listeners. So, you know, in episode two, I think, I think episode one, uh, we were tracking trips. In episode two, we were tracking uh, pounds and dollars. In episode three, we were just tracking dollars. And now in episode four, we don't fucking track anything anymore. There's no scoreboard. (laughs) We've given up on the notion that this is some kind of a competition. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what to think about. Am I at the end of this? Am I going to care who won? That's a great question. I really don't care now. I'm <laughs> so. again. I'm actively rooting against um, Hugh, and I. This is Uh-oh. an anti-Rick podcast, of course. So <laughs> we do. We don't want either of them to win. I, just, I I can't believe you're putting. You'd rather root for Drew than Rick. That blows my mind. Really? Yes. Rick or uh, Drew hasn't done anything like purposefully disgusting he's he's like sad and a bummer (laughs) if if we're gonna pile on hugh for his contempt then i don't think we can let drew off the hook i don't see any ditch bro that's right (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that yeah (laughs) he got his comeuppance though and i don't think if if rick or hugh get some amount of come up and if they are put in their place a little bit then that will do a lot for me to want to root for them i just don't see it all right i don't see that happening i don't see them Mm -hmm. learning a lesson i feel like drew kind of learned a lesson after like going out on his first trip and immediately going into a ditch after telling off the i think you're right I think you're right. I, th- I I mean, yeah, the, the truck could break down and like Hugh would hop out and we'd see him like happily slitting open a bear to climb inside. It's it's <laughs> like still breathing body for warmth. Yeah. <laughs> and then blaming somebody else for his truck breaking down. God, God, God damn Rick. <laughs> I had to sleep outside this goddamn bear because of Rick. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Well, uh, should we should we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, man. Nice. Well, uh, a big thanks to uh, everyone out there for listening. Thank you for following. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. All at Few Who Dare. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on all your favorite pod- podcasting platforms. And uh, would really appreciate uh, a follow, a like, a, uh, a rating if you can share one. And if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. Share the word. Share the good word. And then share, <laughs> share this the word. Few <laughs> <laughs> who dare. Read the good book and then listen to our podcast also. Classic combo. Yeah, they go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you guys? Hang loose and keep on ice road trucking.